Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. As it's Monday, it's travel time with Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie. And Sarah, what we're going to talk about today is a theme park. Because we briefly mentioned when we were talking about holidays in England recently, the Harry Potter Studios tour, which I said I loved, but you actually hadn't visited. But you have now. So tell us about it. Hi, Matt. Yeah, I I, I actually really, really loved it. Um, I had been in Orlando and I know it's not a theme park as such. And I, I don't know what I expected before I went, but I certainly didn't expect to be as blown away and as excited by it than I was. I'm sorry, I've probably misled listeners by saying theme park because it's a studio tour. It's not like going on these sort of Big Dipper rides or anything like that. This is much more faithful to the movies and the books that people have come to love. Absolutely. And I think despite hearing for years how great it was and hearing all about it, I suppose I didn't re- still didn't really know what to expect. I certainly didn't expect it to be as big um, and take as long. Um, and I, I read on, the one. the first thing that struck me was I read on the website, allow three and a half hours. Now, I don't know how long you spent, but I think you would need at least five to six hours to see it properly. And even at that, you know, if you're the type of person who, who reads all the, um, the, the, the blur beside the exhibits and watches the videos, you'd need even longer. Um, but yeah, I was really, really blown away by the extent of it, by just that different feeling that you have for anyone who has been to Orlando, I suppose. It's, it's so different to actually walk where the characters walked, where, you know, Daniel Radcliffe and Richard Harris and where, you know, you get on the actual Hogwarts Express they used, you walk through Diagon Alley, where it, it, it has that, you really feel like a part of the movies that, and you don't think you get that same feeling that in, in, in Orlando that you get there. Absolutely not. So going through things like the Great Hall is something yeah. that I would remember, Platform 9 and 3 quarters. So you have indoor sets and outdoor sets. The actual sets in which the movies were made. Yeah, exactly. And and just hearing little stories. I remember um, standing there at uh, the Gryffindor, uh, do- Gryffindor dorm room and the beds were tiny. And, uh, you know, one of the, the staff was telling us how they were made for 11 year old boys. So as the movies went on, all, all you, you saw was if any, of the, if any of the lads were in bed, you just saw their top half of them. You didn't see because their legs would have been sticking out the end of the bed. <laughs> and it was just nice to hear these little stories uh, throughout um, that. And it just really placed you right back in the movie, I thought, at all times. And they have the animatronic creatures and various other things as well on display. Yeah, there was lots of surprises, actually. Um, I thought the Forbidden Forest was fantastic as well. Um, you know, just walking through it and saw, seeing the animals move and just that the whole, everything is done in it's it's just so fantastic. You know, you've got that big room. You've got the Great Hall, I suppose. We should start by saying how it starts. You've got the Great Hall that you walk through first. And then after that point the whole tour is self-guided so you can spend as little or as long as you want at any part of the tour Um, and that's where I think you know you really need to allow a a good kind of I think five hours at least to do it justice because you're seeing all the different sets um, and then you you know all the different areas you walk through the Forbidden Forest and then there's a whole separate area like a green screen area so you can um, you know ride the broomsticks through London through Hogwarts and get videos of yourself for souvenirs to bring home pictures that there's all of that there's also what I thought was really interesting was was demonstrations from a lot of the staff showing um, how some of the special effects were made so you saw how they 
all the letters flew out of the letterbox and they demonstrated a lot of things like that. So you could spend so much time just watching all the different special effects as well. Uh, that whole room, I think we were there for about two hours in, in that one room alone. I think it has actually increased in size dramatically since I was there with my family back in 2014. But there are things to know if you want to actually go to make sure that you get the best value out of it. And the first thing, I suppose, is to make sure that you book your tickets well in advance. Yeah, this is, I mean, I we were lucky because of St. Bridget's Day, we were able to book, I booked them at Christmas time to go with the Monday because I suppose there was no bank holiday in the Monday in the UK. But traditionally, I had checked a few times before. My daughter's a big Harry Potter fan and I just went over with her. It was a nice mother-daughter uh, trip. And um, I'd been checking before and it was they were always sold out. So definitely book months in advance. They're on sale for Christmas dates already. And and one thing to point out is that you can change your date. It's £10 to change the date. So if you did book way in advance and you couldn't go, you can change it for another time. So I would say just book as early as you can um, to make sure you get it. And if you can, try and avoid weekends, school holidays because like it was absolutely beautiful wandering around on a Monday morning. There was no queues, but I have heard the queues can be quite long to get in and to certain parts of it, like the green screen or even the cafes and stuff um, during the, the busy school periods. Now, if you don't get tickets yourself directly, there are other ways of getting tickets, aren't there? But they're more expensive. Yes. So if someone has a special occasion, a birthday coming up, or you want to go relatively last minute um, and you check online and it's sold out, don't panic because there are um, tour companies like Attraction Tickets, Viator, Get Your Guide. They all have packages put together with transportation from various parts of London. Um, and it's not the easiest place in the world to get to. It's, you know, it's people think it's in the centre of London. It's not. It's 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 out near Watford. Uh, and so you have to get a kind of an underground and a train and a bus to get there if you're staying in the centre of London. So to have the package with the transportation included is actually very handy. Um, now, it's obviously more expensive, but it does take a lot of the hassle out of it. If you want, if you were planning it on staying in London and just going for the day, that those transportation packages are good. I have links to all of them on my website anyway in the post but it is definitely worth um, keeping an eye on those too. Because there are bus, buses that run from central London as well as part of a package. That's what we did when we went there. Well, if you pre-book, you can pre-book the tickets with the transportation. Yeah. Uh, if, you, that's, if you can do that. But a lot of people just book book, go online and book their tickets and don't think about it. Assume it's closer than it is or it's easier to get to than it is. So that's why it is good to have the, the transportation pre-booked. Now, there are actual scheduled buses from Victoria um, and King's Cross, I think, but they're £45 each, so they're dear. So you're better and That's off, per person. Yeah. So if you're bringing a whole family. I think it was 45 for an adult and 40 for a child. So you're either better off to book the ticket separately and take the public transport or else book a package with the transportation and the ticket included. Is there something you could do as a day trip from Ireland? Yeah, loads of people. In fact, it was so funny when we were coming home. We flew home from Luton. What we did actually was we went to London for for the for overnight and then we flew home from Luton, which is the closest airport. So there's a cl- free cloakroom there. They'll take your luggage so you can leave your bags there, your suitcases. If you were doing it, you know, staying in the city and then going there for the next day. But when we came home from Luton, the whole flight was full of 
kids in Harry Potter costumes um, and most of them were over for the day because they'd know well I assumed they were they'd know luggage with them um, I suppose being St. Bridget's Day was, was part of that but loads of people go for the day it's literally about 20 to 30 minutes drive in a taxi from Luton Airport and Luton I think there's even flights from Kerry now Knock uh, Cork there's from you know loads of airports um, in Ireland so it's very doable um, on a day and Luton Airport's actually quite a nice airport so if you if you were flying back late at night and you thought you were going to have a few hours it's not the worst airport now to, to spend a couple of hours in And just finishing up there's something I should have asked you about when you're at the studio tour and you said to give yourself at least five hours to get the most out of it what about picking up what's called an activity passport and digital guide. Yeah, there's lots of things you can do to enhance your 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 um, day. And we actually bought the the audio guide and we never used it. I think we were so overwhelmed with everything there. But if you were the, a real Harry Potter geek or fan or whatever and you wanted to know that the guides would definitely be beneficial um, just to, to, to get those extra bits that you know from each part that you're there. There's also a Harry Potter fan club app uh, you can download. So um, we didn't do that but if you know you can do it and that you get these like enchanted keys so when you come to various points along the tour you scan your the app and it'll tell you more about that particular spot um, and there's there's an activity passport that's nice it's free you get that when you can go in if you, if you don't if you're not offered it just ask any of the staff and they'll give it to you and you collect stamps as you go around the tour and it's a nice souvenir to bring home but it's also good because it means you won't miss a key spot if you've missed a stamp you'll know you've the somewhere you haven't seen how expensive is it um, the tickets, I think they're about £50. I think for ours with the guide was 100 sterling in total for the two tickets. Um, but, but you will end up spending more money as well, won't you? Particularly yeah. T-shirts, toys, yeah, things like that. Yeah, huge shopping at the end. Actually, that's another thing. Don't buy anything. There's, tour, there's souvenir shops halfway through, but wait till the very end. Otherwise, you're carrying bags around with you. We we pre-purchased the, the videos that, you know, was on the broomstick and everything. But actually, there's a kiosk at the end and you can get all that at the very end. So, um, but yeah, the, the cafe is good in the middle, actually. Um, and it's not that expensive and it's your typical kind of fast food. But they've sandwiches and vegetarian options as well. And butter beer. And butter beer, yeah. But it's right in the middle. It's the halfway point. So it, you definitely need that kind of rest. So it's actually, it's a handy one, the, the cafe there as well. But okay. um, It's all on your website anyway. It's all on the website. It's all on the oh, travelexpert.ie. Sarah Slattery, thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.